astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Uh, today's topic, we have like had a topic, and then we kind of changed it a little oh bit. Oh my gosh, so it's, yeah, we have. <laughs> um, I saw uh, another astrologer, Eliza Kelly, do a TikTok on Britney Spears versus Marilyn Monroe's natal chart. Mm, that's interesting. And it was pretty fascinating because they both share the same sun degree in opposite signs. Right. They And they were both Aquarian moons. And the last time, there was a couple other things that she compared in the TikTok. And it just made me start thinking, oh my gosh, like, that. it was kind of an interesting correlation. I wonder what else we can pull from the charts. Right. And for those of us who are a little bit older, we remember Marilyn Monroe and we remember the effect she had and how she pushed definitely some limits about looking sensual, sexual, yep. correct? Yeah. Um, for your generation, it's Britney Spears. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty uncanny, their charts. Of course, I think there was some speculation about is what happened to Marilyn going to happen to Britney? Right. Right. I right. think that's maybe where what the more concern was when it was presented. Um, but I think we got really then fixated on this Aquarian moon and really what that means. Right. So we're going to do a little bit of side by side with Marilyn and Brittany's chart. We're right. going to put a lot of emphasis on what it means to have an Aquarius moon. So yes. if you have an Aquarius moon, if you know someone, we'll name some other celebrities that share this trait. Um, and then we're going to end with just some predictive stuff about Brittany's chart. If you are super interested just in her chart, um, we did do an episode just on her in August of 2020, where we made a prediction mm-hmm. that um, about summer of 2021, she'd be coming out, breaking some headlines. She'd be yeah, back in the look news. At her. She, and she's back in the news. Go to, went to court, made her case yep. for reproductive rights. I mean, that I was know. pretty wild, wasn't it? To find out what conservatorship conservatorship oh <laughs> conservatorship yep. you know what that in, you know she said she had to get permission to paint her kitchen I know. a certain color i mean i That's i knew like, a lot of the things but i didn't yeah yeah it's that was pretty intense well let's go back to this idea that they share the same sun degree okay because that's a concept that most people i don't think immediately get right the concept is that Brittany is a 10 degree sagittarius right marilyn monroe was a 10 degree gemini yeah so sagittarius opposes or is on a direct opposite of 10 degrees gemini so i recommend to everyone out there to find someone Oh, yeah. Of the opposite degree that you are. I have someone in my life. Okay. And it's just interesting. It, your lives aren't exactly the same, but um, Gail is her name. Okay. And she's in the process of making a major move. Okay. Well, I'm in the process of tearing up my floors, yeah. picking every piece of furniture up I have, <laughs> right? Might and as putting well be new moving. floors. I might as well be moving. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not like exactly you're doing the exact same things, but there's 
Well, you're in tandem with them. Yeah. You need to find someone. I know. Well, it's always interesting, like, when I work with clients' charts. Yeah. And I have, like, I see my degrees in their chart. I don't share that because I don't like to get well, personal right. with clients. Yeah. But oh, that's all about me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I always just think, oh, I do so much more justice describing those energies. Yes. Because I've personally lived them. Exactly. But just for anyone maybe that doesn't know what that means, all the opposition. So Sagittarius Gemini would do Cancer Capricorn, Aquarius Leo, um, who I, uh, Virgo Pisces, and I'm forgetting one set. Oh, Aries Libra. Aries, thank you. Aries Libra. Mm-hmm. So finding someone the exact opposite, but at that same degree, to yes. find out the degree, you do need to have a copy of your you chart. You do need to know your chart in order to do that. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, it's fascinating. Or find a celebrity that has that exact one, you know, and follow, just because yeah. you'll have something to bounce off of. It won't be identical, but it's fascinating. So that's what we're doing here today, because Brittany and Marilyn share that 10-degree Sagittarius, 10-degree Gemini sun. And there's a lot of similarities in that interpretation. I like it. It's one of my favorite degrees to talk about. It represents always this idea like the person needs to go into uncharted territory. So before we get into the description, oh. why don't we give the birthdays for the people that oh, maybe yes. this is yours. Oh, maybe sure. you're listening. And... Yes, maybe you are a 10 Sag or a 10 Gemini. Yes, if you were born November 30th or December 1st. Okay, you'd be in the Brittany camp. You'd be okay. the 10 degree Sagittarius. Okay. And if you're um, born at uh, May 31st or June 1st, then you're going to be in the Gemini camp with Marilyn. Okay. But again, when it comes in, again, it's a little bit too complicated of a concept there, but they blur together. 10 Sag, 10 Gemini. Yep. A lot of similarities. And so the first one, I said, jump the gun there. That's okay. Uncharted territory, right? They yeah. push their limits. Yeah. They get they they kind of rise up above everybody else. And many times they're um, they do things that other people think, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. How do they pull that off? How do they get there? Kind of the impossible. Yeah. Yeah, this is a big degree for like raising rising to fame or influence. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you have this. Um, one of these birthdays, it's not to say, oh, you're going, you have to be a celebrity. No. But whatever you're doing, like, you're not just going to be like a cashier. You're going to be like the top of what you do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to change that interpretation a little bit. You could be a cashier, but you could be uh, doing something else on the side where you're getting all sorts of accolades. Oh, that's true. Right? You like, could be in athletics. You could be a great bridge player. You're the best bridge player of the of the community. I'm just making things yeah, up. No, but that's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it doesn't mean in every aspect of your life are you like on top of your game. Right. One area just really stands out. And they need a lot of self-expression. They need to express themselves. That's why those hobbies get really important or, you know, whatever they're interested in, design, politics, you know, singing, dancing, the obvious ones, right? Yeah, they kind of need a stage they in need some, a stage, yeah. in some they need aspects. An for it. Yeah, exactly. I also like the idea this is a huge degree about passion. They, get, they, they have to pour, pour their passion into something. Yeah. And that famous term of, you know, they, they seek the promised land. Okay. Kind of just very symbol, symbolic language. Like, you know, we all believe, God, my life might be better if I lived in California. My mm-hmm. life might be better if I went to New York. You know, or moving to a small town, I need to get to the big city. Believing in that there is something better out there for you. Yeah, and because of that, you might look at your peers and think, none of my peers are doing this. Oh, so yeah. So if you think about, like, Brittany, like, 
there was a quote that she started like singing and dancing at three o'clock, um, three years old. Yeah, she might've yeah. had a very rigid schedule at three years old where other three-year-olds were, you know, just at oh. home with the babysitter or something. Oh, exactly. So, no, this is not a group thing. This is where the individual has a great need to stand out. And laughingly, it's always generally someone who says something very, um, they, that they pride themselves on their hair. Hmm. They pride themselves on their hair and how it looks. So yeah. that's kind of a cute one. Absolutely. So that gives a little bit about their sons. We can see how kind of both Clearly. they fit into both of those categories. Um, and then they both share an Aquarius moon. So their moons are not at the exact same degrees. No. Uh, we have Brittany's at 12 degrees and Marilyn's at 19. Right. We're not going to go into the specific degrees of their moons, but we thought there was something there when we started putting all the stuff together with what they've experienced in their life that oh. was sh- shared similar connotation and... Um, we even pulled up some other celebrities that share this Aquarius moon just to get some other examples. So I know we put the label on it, drama Queens, which might yeah. be a little yeah, tough. That, that always sounds like, Oh, they're totally irrational people. Right. But it's just, they, they're involved in a lot of drama in their life. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't have to necessarily be the queen of drama, but they don't they have can, to be the instigator. Right. But they are there. They're pulled into it. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that stood out that you had pulled up was that they both had like suicides by elders in their family. Yeah, at an early age. They obviously heard or were exposed or maybe someone tried to protect them. Uh, I know in Marilyn's case, there was no one to protect her from that. But uh, I don't know about Brittany. But the point is they they experienced. That's that's an extreme storyline. And that's the key thing about that moon in Aquarius. Outlandish things happen while they're present yeah they witness behaviors i when i'm with clients i think you probably say the same thing it's anti-social behaviors things that whoa a great gossip like did you hear this happened or something that is not predictable Right. right and that is always changing of course as the culture progresses along the way but crazy crazy behaviors well, I think that's where maybe we'll pull that drama queen word back in and kind <laughs> Put of, it back in. well, but just to explain it, like, yeah. you know, to be at a young age and then have a suicide in your family, like one, that's not something that's like talked, it's still really not talked about, even no. though I know there's been progress made with that topic, but like, it wasn't just, I'm going to a grandparent's funeral who passed away of old age. Oh, right. right. So like at oh, a young yeah. age, they were already exposed to these oh, concepts yeah. that created a lot of upset. Absolutely. You know, and when we talk about crazy behaviors, just on a side note, you mentioned the other famous people. Think of uh, Chevy Chase, for those of you of a certain age, you know, how wild and wacky his humor was on Saturday Night Live. Crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But also Woody Allen. Oh my God, classic. I mean, crosses the line for many people on many different levels, right? But again, that's Moon in Aquarius. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do some ones that I know oh, a little bit better oh, okay. as well. Oh, oh. Just We'll do okay, both sure. sides of it. Okay, yes. Um, but Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City. Oh. The one that was the most outspoken about sex and what oh. she was doing. I thought, you know, I don't know Kim Cattrall's personal life. But right. when we've talked about this before, when actors play out roles that fit their natal charts, oh. like they just... They, they, they hit fit. it out of the ballpark. They do. So that's a way of kind of that. Again, she wasn't necessarily drama, but it's just like she, she went with it. She there kind of lived in it. There was a lot of drama around her. Maybe, that, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and then another one is the rapper um, Eminem. So, you know, he spoke pretty vocally about his childhood and his um, experience and exposure to drugs and to, oh. you know, women and baby mamas and all those different things. Oh, so okay. just two other examples of Aquarian moons. Yeah, but you get, you get in, they just get exposed. And by the way, no fault here. It's not like, well, you know, you could, let's say a baby is born, moon in Aquarius, it's going to find them. Yeah. It's not yeah. like you can, as a parent, you can go, well, no, that's not going to happen to my child. Again, could it be very progressive? It's progressive thinking. Right. You know, like a commune, right? Being born into a commune in the 60s, so to speak. Uh, the child is exposed to different concepts and those being, you know, raised in the church in the suburbs, so to speak. Yeah, when we start thinking about progressive thinking, I think most of us remember like the kiss between Madonna and Britney on the MTV Awards. That was huge. Progressive thinking, um, or think of Marilyn Monroe singing in that that very very breathy birthday. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. Exactly to to the President Kennedy with his wife sitting there. By the way, (laughs) right. That's what was the topper, I think. Okay. You know, uh, yeah, uh, Britney. uh, You know, she got in trouble with the uh, animal rights people. She was on, again, it's one of the uh, uh, shows, uh, mm-hmm. award shows, uh, probably the MTV, I'm not sure, but she had that python, yep. albino python wrapped around, then she had a tiger in a cage, and yeah. they immediately, even with, you know, the, you know, the animal rights people thought that was just wrong, and she yeah. got into a lot, and they were going to put her as the poster for their campaign. Oh, really? uh, like, Yeah. Uh, but they didn't in the oh, end. Gosh. They didn't. Cause I don't know how that worked out, but they didn't. That was the plan there. Okay. And and Marilyn, she watched her mom being strapped onto a gurney, you know, being pulled out of the house for all of her crazy behaviors that were going on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, those are shocking images for, for 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 children or even if you're a little bit older to experience. Yeah. That's moon in Aquarius. That's yeah. when that moon... Aquarius means on some level visionary but also means out of the box yeah breaking the paradigm shaking people up well when you go to that visionary thing side of things if you have an aquarius moon um once you have like a clear idea it's probably very hard to change your mind oh the what's that dog bulldogs bulldogs right we talk about they crunch down on something and they're not going to give up okay yeah so but, yeah, they're they're determined, very determined. I totally agree with that. And I like the idea that Moon and Aquarius, on some level, even in a childhood, they're on the outside. Right. You brought it up already. Brittany was singing and dancing at three already, and and as you said, her peers were still walking around playing with the alphabet blocks. Right. 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 You know, right. and she's on stage performing already. Yeah. So she's out of the box. She can't relate. She knows on some level when she's looking at kids her age, she's not relating to them. Yeah, so if you have a child that has an Aquarian moon, oh. you know, and you're thinking like, oh my gosh, why don't they like to do things other kids like to do? I mean, right. this could give some great insight as to, you know, they can still be very successful. Oh, absolutely. But they might not just be fitting into the traditional norm of what you think a child should be doing. Yeah, the, the, the Aquarius moon child tends to separate themselves. Right. Right? Yeah. And that's what's interesting. They separate themselves because it can't relate to what their peers or whatever else is going on. So they go to their bedroom and, you know, uh, 
play with a certain, you know, get obsessed with a certain type of toy or a certain type of activity. Yeah. Um, both uh, Brittany and Marilyn were raised in very heavy-handed religious homes. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if the children were more affected by that with the Aquarian moon than maybe the other children in the family. I don't know if Marilyn oh. had siblings. Um, I know Brittany does. Uh, Marilyn didn't have a sibling, but she didn't, I don't think she even knew her uh, okay. early on. But uh, Well, children that were raised in the same home, yes, the religion could have affected them more so. Uh, well, I'm not trying to say affected, but like they go against it more right. because of that Aquarian moon. That's exactly right, because Aquarius wants to, you know, is going to question. Yeah, the independent well, you know, the, thinking. The, yes, yeah. They're independent thinkers, exactly. Right, and so when you see, like, well, how did this happen to Brittany and then not her sister? Or mm-hmm. not, I think mm-hmm. she has brothers, too, if I'm not mistaken. But, mm-hmm. right, she could have been more put off by it. Right. Or yeah. tried to get farther away, or more successful trying to get away from it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So um, we have this idea of eccentricity. That's what's associated with the moon in Aquarius. But, you know, I don't think anyone would say that Marilyn Monroe was eccentric, you know, I mean, so you, you kind of have to water it down a little bit because this could be intelligence-wise. Someone could be very eccentric, extremely smart, uh, maybe not even highly sociable. They can go off in that direction with the moon and Aquarius. Well, Our I two don't examples. Know. I, mean, I mean, me not being raised, like, in her era. Right. Like, she's always betrayed us, like, having her dress flo- flown up. Well, that's being yeah, flo- yeah, how it, yeah, yeah. How standing over the grate in New York, the subway grate or something in New York I mean, York that's City. kind of risky. Well, yes, I guess that is eccentric. I don't know, eccentric, but as I get like I like I knew what was going on. I was sitting <laughs> right. in Iowa, right. you know, like I knew what was going on in her life. But the story was that someone's taking her picture, and maybe she just stepped on it, then to just okay. in the picture, and then yeah. you know, not even. But even if she wasn't in my creating. naive way, like, well, she didn't plan on that. That just happened. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's okay. how I believed it growing up in Iowa. But. Well, and even if that's the case, though, like her natal chart promises that she has to be yeah. a certain like, and maybe that's why that photo then like took off, and that's how she's betrayed. Yes. Yeah. Portrayed. No, that's yeah. true. That was that's an iconic picture. Yeah. Uh, one other thing about Aquarians that if you're a sun rising or moon Aquarian, you get like the stigma that you're the least emotional of the zodiac right um and being an aquarius i don't think that's true i just don't think we know how to show our emotions Mm -hmm. but so we think that they might be more comfortable with like lyrics or words they're more mental yeah they're more mental so yeah in that wow what a comment you made that you don't sure how to express you're because kate's an aquarius right maybe i don't know how to express my emotions that way or there's a reticence to do it possibly but you can do it through words yeah you can say this is how i feel right and so we look into britney obviously being a, a singer oh. marilyn monroe even an the, actress yeah and then like my example of eminem like oh, you know he yeah he put into words mm. into lyrics everything that he's gone through in his life right he, yeah. he really paints, like, some of the major things that he went through in his life through his mm-hmm. his lyrics. Yeah. Um, the last thing about the Aquarian moon before we kind of move on okay. is that men might be more important um, in their life yeah. than women. Yeah. You know, that's a, that could be controversial to say, but 
uh, moon is oftentimes the soft, it's the feminine, it's mm -hmm. the maternal. And Uranus, Aquarius, is more detached and aloof. So it came kind of, when you put them together, it's like the women may be there, but they're, they, the men may be far more important to them because there could be some distance with, with the maternal side. And it doesn't mean you don't have a mother, of course. Right. But maybe, again, uh, I mean, I know this gets controversial. I don't know all their life stories there, but we certainly know that Marilyn's mother was not available. Right. She dropped in and out of her life, very moon in Aquarius. She was there. She wanted to be there. Sometimes she fought to get custody of her, but she had... a. a she was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Yeah. So, you know, she had some serious issues going on. Uh, Brittany's mom, this, I don't know if anyone else must be thinking this, but I, when I, I heard what was going it. on, I thought, where's Brittany's mom? Yeah. Well, cause and we know she's alive. We know she's like, we know, she's we know. alive and well, she's married, you know, still. so w why would she not be there, you know, helping yeah. or stepping in uh, we got related to that conservatorship? So maybe it's not even that men are more important. Maybe it's that moms are unavailable could be that yeah or moms, moms are could be flux. trailblazing something else yeah. and uh yeah uh, i know i don't That's know unfortunate. very interesting and i think that moon and aquarius that britney lost custody of the of the kids i think to federal oh, yeah. i think at the time yeah and i'm not sure again where that status is currently but uh you know here she wants to have more children yeah. um you know and uh moon and aquarius oftentimes means many times other people's children that you get involved with other people's mm -hmm. taking care of stepchildren things of that nature yeah okay so that um will end the talk on moon and aquarius so right. if you have a moon in aquarius that's just some things to think about yeah you're um, an interesting person <laughs> you're an interesting person if you've got moon and aquarius you've got stories to tell stories. now you may not want to tell them but you Very do have true. you do have stories to tell yeah so we're going to end with just some stuff about what is going on um, in Brittany's chart. Again, if we you go back to the August um, episode that we did, August 2020. Um, so, gosh, almost almost a year ago, which is almost crazy to think. Almost a year ago. We are coming up on an anniversary here, aren't I we? I know. Um, we talked about... I shouldn't say that. We are. It's past. Yeah, it's yeah, past it's already. Past. I'm sorry. Um, we talked about this concept of taking the planets and essentially um, giving each planet a responsibility for a decade yeah. of our life it's a wild idea yeah so um your uh, Brittany is finishing up wrapping up her 30s as we speak she'll turn yeah. 40 um this year and so she's wrapping up uh, a decade a year and a, a decade. decade yeah so one planet rules every time you turn into a new decade when you turn 30 40 50 60 whatever there's a whole new rulership that gets accentuated in your chart. And not all 30-year-olds have the same planet. Right. It's based on right. your natal chart and the order of the planets in your chart. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. she's wrapping up this Uranus decade. And at the same time, when we're changing decades, we're also starting a new one. You're right in between. Yeah. You're right in between. It's like right being at, between the seasons. Oh, summer or is it fall? It feels cool out today. I think I'll wear all dressed like fall. So you adjust during that time period. But... What's fascinating is that she's been under Uranus for her 30s. 
Now, I'll be honest. I mean, Uranus is a crazy decade. I can tell you. I mean, I counted up how many times I moved in my Uranus decade. And it was abominable number. I mean, mm -hmm. I think I can't remember my number now. Seven to ten times wow. I moved in my Uranus decade. That makes me sound like a real, like, Blaco. Yeah. But it wasn't. Every move had a specific reason or cause. A couple of more, you know, mistakes, so to speak. So I thought, oh, we got to move back. we got to do some changing. But the point is, um, Uranus decades are... I would say the wacky. roller coaster. The yeah. roller coaster rides. Well, has Brittany had a roller coaster ride? For thirties, yeah. For the well, last it, ten years, nine and a half years, yeah. And Uranus isn't predictable. Uranus right. isn't the next pr practical step. Um, so anyone that is in a Uranus decade can relate to that. When we look at your, uh, the specific Uranus in Brittany's chart, I just it's uncanny. It's about creating escapist environments, like dim nice. lighting, napping mood enhancers you know so you know i just picture her just having being camped out in her house and you know trying to create putting even this just coming to me now like the fact that she like burned down her gym because she was putting candles in there like oh, i didn't even hear that story. yeah i mean it was a while ago but she like who puts candles in their gym but she right. probably was just trying to create like yes. this escapist environment trying to create some sort of mood i mean that's a whole topic right there I you're know. absolutely right that you know, here it is in a chart saying she needs an escapist environment. Yeah. Well, you know, th her situation is, you know, I don't know how easy it is to get to her. No. I don't know how easy it is for her to come out of her house exactly. and do things either. So she has created the circumstances, the storyline. The father has created the storyline of this escapist environment for her. Yeah. So, okay, is that sad? Well, yes, it is sad, I think. But Super on some sad. level, she needed it. On some level. Right. Now, could have been a nicer one. Oh, absolutely. Right. I'm sure it could have been. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this degree is also about having to tough it out. So handling... I love this. I like to talk about yeah. this as well. Handling yeah. man-sized problems, large problems, maybe things that we can't talk about. Yeah, things that are beyond your pay grade. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I don't get paid. This is incredible what I have to take on. Uh, Man-sized problems. Again, a very sexual, you know, what, is it, what do you call it now? Uh, you know, mm -hmm. we say man-sized problem. Oh. Well, it's, it's a sexist. It's that a sexist is, way of yeah. saying it, right? Right. So we just say huge problems, and yeah. you have to take them on. You have to tough it out, get through it, so to speak, and succeed. Uh, and sometimes it's associated with, okay, I'm paying my dues. Oh, I'm paying a penalty. This is what I have to do. I'm serving my time. I know. So this, that's this degree can be associated with someone who has to go to jail. Yeah. I'm serving my time, which, you know, is great. Serve their time, then they're out, they're free again. So that's where we think she's going. Right. So we're because hoping as she gets into the, fully into her new decade of 40, yeah. that she is... Her birthday's in December. Yeah. That she's so we should time. see some activity here over these next six months movement there and she's moving into the mercury decade i think this was what caused like our bigger prediction on yeah, the last episode yeah. that at 39 and a half so we're right here in we're june right there right she is starting to feel her new decade move in which is her mercury uh planet mercury and again lifelong theme of her chart but it's being activated and this is about being loud being proud, saying what needs to be said. And we have like a little image of like a paper boy, like running down the street with the breaking news. So she's Absolutely. speaking out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And putting, being able to play in a man's world again, 
another sexist reference there, (laughs) man's world, but the idea and putting on a game face. She's playing this game. And um, she's, uh, you know, it's intimidating who she, I guess the judge, I don't know. She's probably not intimidated by a judge, I am. But the idea of you having to present yourself and present your case and, you know, anyhow. That is, she's going to do fine. I say she is breaking out, busting out. Yeah. Would be clearly. But with all of this, it could, I mean, because this is a 10-year energy that she's going into. Yeah. Um, she might write a book about what she's gone oh, through. My, she you might know like it. That there will probably be like either more interviews, like that she should be continuing to speak about what's going on. It's not just like once and then. No. Yeah. Anyone who gets to that level in the collective. Meaning, you say Britney Spears, eh, you know, 90% of the people are going to know who you're talking about, right? Right. Once you get into that collective sphere, then you start reflecting issues that are in the population come through you, so mm-hmm. to speak, and you get to make, move society along, so to speak, whether it's putting names on things that are related to mental illness or uh, rights that individuals have. Yeah, I think I mean, kind of like George point. Floyd would be a great example. He got into the collective, everyone knows his name, yep. and then what he went through then became a flashpoint for in theory change, recognition of what's going on out there. Absolutely. So like to Brittany's point, like I what I've heard a lot of people just talking about um the IUD that was put in her. Oh yeah. And then people are kind of rebuttaling that saying if you're mad about that, then why aren't you mad about xyz when it comes to other women's reproductive rights oh so they're kind of leveraging like oh okay so you do agree that that's wrong that she was forced to not be able to have children by Mm -hmm. having this put in her right and then they're kind of using that to leverage some other issues that are going on with what sorry with women's rights okay well so yeah it hits but it's supposed to be controversy it's chaos moon and aquarius you know shakes things up yeah, but it's to your point, like with the George Floyd example yeah. that you gave, like it brought more awareness to, okay, if we're not okay with that, why are you okay with police doing X, Y, Z? Like see. they're yeah, taking yeah, yeah, something yeah. that we all collectively agree on is right. wrong. Right. And then saying, well, if that logic is, if mm-hmm. you understand that logic, then why don't you understand this? So it is. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so let's just, do we want to talk about a couple transits that she's going through or do we want to talk about two things? I'd like to talk about her progressed moon cycle. She's at the top. Yeah. And when you're at the top, this would occur only once every 30 years in your life. Yeah. And once you're there, it lasts about four or five years. She's in it right now. And, uh, it's all about focusing on your personal life. I have no doubt she probably wants to have children. Yeah. That she really does want. That is like, and she's in the, in the height of it. It's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there should be a lot of news coming out. I would think of her, you know, usually we say this is people's, like the pinnacle, like the height of their lives. And yeah. so when I do this with clients in their chart saying, okay, tell me about this year. Tell me about this year. Oh my gosh. Those are the best years of my life. Right. Even though they're 30 years apart. Right. And I'll be like, okay, now tell me about these years. Oh gosh. Those were yeah, not as right, fun. Right. So it would be, we should have pulled up when she was in this last, cause I'm curious if it was when she was like first launching all of her stuff and getting public recognition. Oh, right. Right. Yes. Um, cause that yeah. would have been about 20, I think 28 years ago, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Around 1990. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so probably Mickey Mouse club and different things like yeah, that. Yeah. 
um, what was my point? Anyways, well, that was, but, oh, well, when that, she looks the, back on this yeah. year, she should be thinking, oh gosh, th- th- that, that was, this a, was good. That was life good. was sweet. And that's, she's onto that still through pretty much the end of 2023. So she's got a couple years of that left. And the second thing that I think is so important is that, and you know me, I've been very excited about Jupiter and Pisces, haven't yes, I? Yeah, Going on about Jupiter and Pisces and all sorts of good things happening for people. And it's trining her natal Jupiter. So transiting Jupiter in Pisces is trining her natal Jupiter at one degree Scorpio, which is a strong, strong placement to start out with. Um, and that hit her very strong now, May through July of 2021. It's going to be back this fall as well. It'll hit, hit again at the end. So I think that's where very good time to be addressing legal issues, yeah. Jupiter, trining Jupiter. So I understand she's already, we already saw what she did here. She still has 30 more days, July. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think by the time it comes for its second hit, which will probably be right there in November, December, it'll, to me, it'll, I'm thinking it's going to be resolved. Yeah. Yeah, I agree that her birthday, because of Jupiter and because of her officially moving into that Mercury dec- decade, that there should be some news in December yeah. about the outcome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I think that wraps up our talk today. I know it was kind of a little miss, like modge podge of different things. I don't things. think it was too modgy no. <laughs> <laughs> um, But just two kind of really important things that are going on now. Well, so. I think if anything, moon in Aquarius. Yeah. Boy, you have a better handle that moon in Aquarius. It's it's something, and if you're raising a moon in Aquarius child, it may give you tons of insight into what they, you know, what what they're about. I agree, because I feel like other signs, it's like, oh, Scorpio, sun, Scorpio, moon, like we can have a lot of the same interpretations, but that Aquarius moon really seems to stand out differently than the Aquarius sun. It does. So thank you so much for tuning in today and listening, and we look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.